You are listening to The Gateway Church, located in Ferrisburg, Michigan. You can learn more about us by visiting thegateway.church or like and follow us on Facebook, where you can watch full services, keep up with all that is going on, and get connected. Amen. Thank you, Pastor Rachel, and thank you again for tuning in online on Facebook Live. You may be watching this live at 9.30 or 9.20. Uh, but uh, you may be watching this later. Just want to remind you, if you're just checking in or just kind of getting into the fast pace and you missed our worship portion, you're just tuning in, we want to make sure that you are liking and sharing this. We believe that the residual effect, the ripple effect, will make a difference to get the word out. We want to serve you. We want to serve your friends, your family members that may not come to church, but they may tune in temporarily to see what uh, what's happening at the Gateway Church. And again, welcome online. This is not awkward at all, right? And uh, those that are, there's a few, the worship team is sitting in front of me, and that's about it that's here in the sanctuary. Uh, but uh, this morning I got up early and got to church. I turned all the lights on, and I tried to preach the message I'm going to preach in front of nobody, and it didn't go so good. So hopefully this second time will be a little stronger. There is no question in any of our minds that we are experiencing some unrest, some anxiety, and some fear as a culture. And it's in all of our lives, in our state, and in our nation, and really across the world. In regards to the coronavirus, to the COVID-19, to the stock market plummeting the last week and a half or so, Schools closing until after Easter. Uh, Kids, elementary, junior high, high school won't be back to school. Uh, Colleges canceling classes uh, temporarily, some for the rest of the semester. And some of your workplaces have or will be closing here in the near future. These are unprecedented times. This is very unusual. And we want to address this morning, I'd like to address what Christ followers should be doing in times like this. I just want to say, first of all, I am not an expert on this disease, on this virus. Uh, we, I, I, am, I don't pretend to be. Um, what we want to do here over these next few moments is bring a faith perspective what the news media, the radio, TV, internet, uh, the things that are being shared, uh, they're changing continually, uh, updated constantly almost by the minute. Sports events have been canceled. Travel bans have been put in place and future ones may be in place. Shopping has become an issue even online. There are difficulties. What do we do as the church? What do we do as Christ followers? Do we ignore all of this and we go on as normal, pretend like it's not happening? Or do we go to the other extreme and stockpile and, and put our face in the sand and just say, we're just going to avoid everyone? Well, how does or how should the church respond in a time like this? And the first thought I had when I was just praying yesterday, saying, you know what, I'm, we're going to take a pause on our current series, at least for a week, and, uh, and I wanted to do a message that was pertinent to this week. The first thought that came to my mind was that we are people of wisdom. We're full of wisdom. We've got Jesus living inside of us. 
And what that means for us personally and even corporately is that we should not be making any long-term decisions today. We want to make wise decisions day by day. As a church, we'll be monitoring this, and we will be, uh, we'll be communicating the best we can to make sure that we're up to date. And when we feel like it's okay to do connect groups, we will do that. When we feel like it's okay to have live services again back where you're here in the sanctuary, we will communicate that. But we want to go day by day with wisdom, and we want to be people living in council. And so our board, our staff, we've been uh, working together and we've been full, we've been seeking wisdom. And you know, as a disciple of Jesus, whether you follow Christ or you don't, we have a filter, uh, God's Word. And God's Word says this very clearly, that we are not of this world. We're not of this world, and we should not be conformed to the patterns of this world. And we are not like anyone else or just anyone. And because of that, we do not have to live like those who have no hope. We are not afraid. If you're with someone right with where you are watching, just turn to them and say, I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid. If you're by yourself, just say it out loud anyway. I am not afraid. And what I want you to know is because we are not of this world, because we are not like the world, there are three things this morning that I want to address where we are not like the world. And the first one, if you haven't heard this, you need to hear it, that we are people that live by faith. We do not live by fear. John chapter 14, verse 1 says this, Do not let your hearts be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. Where is your faith? We put it in Jesus Christ. A little later in that chapter, John 14, verse 27, Jesus says this, Peace I leave with you. My peace I give you. I do not give to you as the world gives, right? What does the world give? Chaos and confusion and, and crazy, right? He says, do not let your hearts be troubled. Do not be afraid. In the New Living Translation, I like how it says it. It says, I am leaving you with a gift. And we need to receive that gift. And he goes on to explain that gift is peace of mind and peace in your hearts. Peace that comes from his kingdom, not the kingdom of this world. And let's just acknowledge that this whole situation has not caught Jesus by surprise. Jesus is not in heaven with Father, Son, Holy Spirit. They're not scrambling, saying, oh shoot, we really missed it, right? This is not a surprise to him. God is in control. You need to hear that. God is in control. He's always faithful. He's always good. He's always has had a plan. He's got a plan through this. He's on our side. He never leaves us, never forsakes us, no matter what. God is present and he is good. We serve a God who's good. And because of that, we can say with confidence, we can live by faith and not by fear. 
2 Timothy 1.7. You've probably seen this scripture somewhere in Facebook in your feeds. It says this, for God has not given us a spirit of, say it with me, fear, but of power, of love, and of a sound mind of self-discipline. And because of that, we do not have to panic. Instead, we can live in peace. We don't have to be fearful. We can live in faith. 2 Corinthians 5, 7 says, we live by faith, not by sight. So how do we respond when the world seems to be falling apart all the way around us? Number one, we live by faith, not by fear. The second thing that we do that I want us to, to understand, because we are not of this world, because we're not like the world, our general superintendent, Doug Clay, encouraged the churches this last week that we are a sacrificial people, not selfish. We are not selfish people. We are sacrificial people. Philippians chapter 2, verses 3 through 4 says this, Do not be selfish. Someone needs to probably underline that in their Bible. I know I do. It says, Don't try to impress others. Be humble thinking of others as better than yourself. Don't look out only for your own interest, but take an interest in others too. When I read that, in our current situation, what I think the underlining message there is don't freak out. Don't freak out and look for ways to be a blessing. Pastor Rachel mentioned that we want to be a connector. You can call us if you need help. And if you are able to help, you need to call us as well. And we want to be connecting people in this time. Just like the first century church did. They had extreme persecution. They were being uh, uh, challenged on every front. But we didn't see them hoarding their goods, right? They didn't go out and stockpile toilet paper and hand sanitizer, right? They put others ahead of themselves. Acts chapter 2, verses 44 through 46 says this. All the believers were together, and they had everything in common. They, but it was interesting. It says they sold property and possessions to give to anyone who had a need. There are going to be people that have needs in your, in your sphere of influence, in your neighborhood, in your family, in your workplace. And this is a time for the church to stand up and not say, no, I'm going to be selfish, but instead to give sacrificially. And then it goes on, it says, every day they continued to meet together in the temple courts. They broke bread in their homes and they ate together with glad and sincere hearts. There's nothing in the early church that had the sniff of selfishness. They were sacrificially loving, caring for others. In fact, they were very generous, just the way we should be. Over the next few weeks and maybe over the next few months, we don't know how long this will last, we have an opportunity to be generous. And not only materialistically in helping with needs, practical needs, but how about even spiritually? That we can be the people that bring hope, right? We can be the companion. We can display our faith in action. We can display our worship for others to see, even with you sharing online like today. 
And it says that they didn't meet just once a week in the early church. They met daily, privately and together. And we will meet privately and together as we see fit. I want to encourage you to be uh, faithful in your daily devotion, in your soap reading. We also have 150 people that have been have committed to be praying for 40 days leading up to Easter. And by Easter time, we believe that the ban is going to be lifted and we will be back in this place packed and adding chairs and, uh, and looking forward to that. But we want to be praying for our Easter season. And then as well, we just want to acknowledge that connect groups, as soon as we feel like it's, it's appropriate for us to have connect groups again, we will do so and we'll let you know. And our launch today is postponed, but it's a temporary postponement, I believe. But instead, we need to be investing, not being selfish uh, with our faith. We need to be daily seeking the Lord, but also sharing those things. So short term, just real practically, we, we are going to be uh, following the mandate of our governor that any group of 250 or over, or even those that are uh, recommended of uh, over 100 can to cease unless it's essential. We believe that the church is essential, but what, what we're doing right now is the church. Let's remember that. We want to honor our government. We also want to honor the Lord. We have a bias to have our doors open. Let me just make that clear. And our offices will be open Tuesday through Friday from 9 o'clock to 4 o'clock. And we want to be providing resources. We want to be the connector. We want to be meeting the needs of the people. Again, not being selfish, but being sacrificial in the way we live. Now, we want to be wise. We want to be smart people. We want to encourage you to have church at your home. And we want you to not stop worshiping, right? In fact, we want to be evangelistic so we can continue to reach one more. And we'll get to that in a moment. I've, I've heard this earlier this week. Uh, I think it might have been yesterday that one pastor said that we may be forced to shut our doors, but you cannot shut us down. And I love that. As a church, this is going to be one of our finest hours as we look back. And I do want to encourage you as well to not only be uh, sacrificial in your time and in your uh, ability to meet needs, but also we are the Gateway Church. We are the most generous church on the lakeshore. And we want to encourage you to continue to be faithful in your giving, to give online. Some of you have been giving online for, for months or even years. For those of you that haven't figured that out, I want to encourage you to give online. Or you can write a check, put it in the mail. Or you can drop a check off uh, or cash off at, at, when the church offices are open. Because it is our desire that we will not be suspending any missionary support locally, stateside, and to, to the ends of the earth. We will continue ministry in, uh, each and every day. And uh, we believe that as God, when we look back at this, we will see God's hand. And we are going to see people turning to Jesus. So we're not of this world. We're going to live by faith, not by fear. We're going to be sacrificial, right, and not selfish. But there's a third thing that really speaks to the core of who we are. We are the church. We are here to reach one more. And the third point I want us to, to understand is that we shine the light. We do not hide it. When I was a kid, 
We used to sing the song. I don't know if they still sing this in kids' church, but hide it under a bushel. No, I'm going to let it shine, right? Hide it under a bushel. No, we are going to let our light shine. Matthew 5, 14 through 16 says, you are the light of the world. A town built on a hill cannot be hidden. It says, let your light shine before others that they may see your good deeds that we were just talking about and glorify our Father in heaven. And we believe that through this and even through our, our Facebook on live, our on live messages and services, that the gospel will make a difference. During this time of being unsettled, of anxiety, there are people looking for hope and you can bring them hope. One pastor yesterday that I was watching said that we should be hope dealers. And I really thought that was great. We should be hope dealers, light shiners, love givers, right? We understand that this virus, the corona thing, it is contagious, no doubt. But Christians, we are even more contagious. The love of Jesus can ooze from outside of us. We can spread hope. We can spread love. We can spread Jesus faster than any virus. Amen? Oh, I heard that even online. Amen. Amen. And so I want you to ask yourself, how can you serve? How can you be a blessing? And I know what some of you are saying. Well, I don't know. I can't, I can't figure this out or I can't reach the masses. I want you to think of this. What you can do for one even you should do for one what you would like to do for many. Start with one. Do something nice. Reach out and ultimately do it as unto the Lord as we reach one more. Again, let me just say that. It was kind of confusing. What you would like to do for many, start by doing for one. For one neighbor. For one elderly person. For one couple. For one coworker one student. What do we do? Church, we are not of this world. We're different. And because of that, we don't fear, we're not selfish, and we don't hide the light of Jesus. We are not of this world. Craig Crochelle, a great pastor down south, uh, did a little study this last week, and he shared it online yesterday. Some of you may have seen this, but I thought it was great. That we... There's a whole list of things in the New Testament, and I'm going to close with this, that we, that, that where it uses the word not. The New Testament featuring the word not. And let me give you a few of the examples. The angel of the, uh, the Lord came when Jesus was born and said this, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news and great joy. Jesus said, I did not come for the healthy, but for the sick. I did not come for the righteous, but for sinners. Therefore, because we're not of this world, right, we do not live by bread alone, but by the very word of God. Jesus does not lead us into temptation, but he delivers us from evil. Do not store up treasures on earth, but store up treasures in heaven. All with the idea that we are not of this world. And so we do not worry about tomorrow, each day has enough trouble of its own. 
We walk by faith, not by sight. God has not given us a spirit of fear. And like Jesus, not my will, but your will be done. Amen? We are different. We have the good news. And we are saved by grace, not by works. Justified by faith in Christ, not by the works of the law. God did not appoint us to suffer wrath, but to receive salvation. The Bible says, do not set your mind on earthly things. Social media, the news frenzy, the worry of this world. Instead, we should set our minds on things above. Let perseverance finish its work, not lacking anything. Do not become weary in doing good. All these things in the New Testament, we are not of this world. Will it be a battle? No doubt it will. But we know this, we struggle not against flesh and blood, but against rulers, authorities, powers of this world. We will not be overcome with evil, but overcome evil with good. We do not belong to those who shrink back or are destroyed, but to those who have faith and are saved. And because of that, we can stand on this, that the Lord is not slow in keeping His promise. We will not grieve like the rest of mankind with no hope. And we will not give up meeting together, even if it's online. And I appreciate you tuning in. We are not ashamed of the gospel, for it is the power of God. And just like the first century believers in the book of Acts, we cannot stop talking. We cannot stop sharing. We want this to be a ripple effect of the gospel going forward. And church, because we're different, because we're not of this world, our minds do not conform. They does not transform. Uh, We should do what God's will is. And in order to do that, we cannot live with faith fear. Instead, we're living in faith. We cannot be selfish. Instead, we must be sacrificial. And we cannot hide the light. Instead, we need to shine. And this is our time to shine. One last verse, and then we'll pray. It says in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 7 and 9 through 9, but we have this treasure in jars of clay to show That this all-surpassing power is from God, not from us. We are hard-pressed on every side, but we are not crushed. Perplexed, but we do not despair. We are persecuted, but not abandoned. We could put in there, the coronavirus is a thing, but we are not destroyed. That's because we, as God's people, are not afraid. There's no fear. Fear is a liar. And today, as God's people, for the few that are here, the worship team, and the sound and tech, to the ends of the earth, who knows, the hundreds or maybe even thousands that will watch this message, we are people of faith, and we walk by faith, not by fear. Lord, I pray that you would be glorified in this season. Lord, that you would touch our hearts, that you would make a difference in our hearts and in our lives. And God, I pray that we would be people that respond to you. 
that we step up. And Lord, that you would use us to let your light shine before men. That they would see your good deeds and glory, we'd be able to glorify you, Jesus, together for eternity. Amen. There's two things I want to share just as I close. Number one, you may be tuning in today and you don't know Jesus as your personal Savior. If that's the case, I want to give you an opportunity to partner with Jesus, to trust Him, put your faith in Him. The Bible says that if you have even one sin that goes unforgiven, you will not make it to heaven. And I know that's a scary thing, and I don't want to cause you to fear, but the truth is that unless you confess your sins, your sins will not be forgiven, and you'll spend an eternity away from Jesus. So I want to lead you in a prayer over the airways, and this can be your prayer. And I'm just going to encourage you that if you are praying this prayer and you're saying, Pastor, that is my prayer, would you just leave a comment, let us, in, let us know that you are responding and receiving Christ today? But the prayer is simply this, Lord, I'm sorry for the things I've done wrong. Jesus, I've made mistakes. I'm a sinner. And Lord, right now, I give my life to you. I confess my sin, and I'm asking that you would come into my heart. Make my heart clean. Jesus, I pray that you would help me to live for you all the days of my life. And Jesus, I look forward to spending an eternity with you. In Jesus' name, amen. Again, if you just prayed that prayer, I want to encourage you to just comment, just saying that you made that decision, and we will be able to follow up with you uh, via online. We want to do that. And the last thing I want to say is that if you are in a place where you feel like fear is creeping in or has creeped in or maybe has even you feel like it's taken over your family or your situation, can we just remember together that we are people of faith, not fear. That we are called at this time to live sacrificially and not selfish. And number three, that we don't hide the light. This is our time to shine. And with God's help, he's going to do it for you and for your family to the ends of the earth. In Jesus' name. Lord, I pray that you go before us, behind us, and all around us as we close today's online service. And Lord, bring us back together again and quickly. We thank you for this. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. Thanks for tuning in today. Thank you for listening to this week's message from the Gateway Church. If you'd like to find out more about our church, such as service times, giving, and ways to get connected, visit us at thegateway.church.